Hey, welcome back. Good afternoon. It is Friday. That means I'm Gabe DiArmond, and this is our expert, college football expert picks show. Emphasis on the word expert. That's all we do on this show is win you guys money. We highly recommend that all the picks we're going to make over the next 20 or 30 minutes that you guys go out and uh, gamble the mortgage payment away on, and then you'll have two mortgage payments next month. That's, uh, that's how we do it. Speaking of experts, by the way, uh, beating Tennessee is as easy as fixing a furnace. According to the people at Master Tech, I assume that kind of depends on your level of expertise. I could probably do neither one, but uh, they can at least fix your furnace. Uh, but they're actually asking something different of you this month uh, because battling breast cancer is a real fight that is important to the people at Master Tech. So this month, all through October, Master Tech Heating and Cooling needs your help. They're going to donate $10 from every HVAC service call and $100 of every heating and cooling system sold this month to the American Cancer Society's Real Men Wear Pink campaign. It's a great time to get your furnace repaired or replaced and to help out a great cause at the same time. Just call Master Tech at 573-777-7777 today to get on their schedule. Also, they're giving you guys, uh, listeners and viewers of this show, Special offers all season long. When you set up a free visit with one of their advisors for a free quote on a new system, you're going to get a $35 credit for future service work on plumbing, heating, and cooling. So, hey, you get a $35 credit. They're going to donate $10 or $100 if you get a new system to breast cancer research. Uh, you're doing good things. We appreciate all of that and certainly appreciate the people at Master Tech for being a part of this and uh, now being a part of this show this week, as we said, only experts on this show. So Pete Scannelberry has agreed to take a break from his uh, analytics of the Braves playoff lineups over the next, uh, I don't know, one day to three weeks and uh, and join us on the show. What's up, Pete? Not much, Gabe. How's it going? Not bad. I, I see you're already in uh, in full Braves playoff preparation mode, uh, preparing to have your heart torn out and stomped on again. So that's that's good. Yes, definitely ready for that. After uh, Game 7 of the NLCS last year, it took a while, and now I'm ready to be punished again. So let's get it on. <laughs> Perfect. Once every 12 months. Well, uh, you know, I, I know that we both have, have talked a lot this week about how much research we put into our picks. So, um, you know, what? I think every year that you're away from covering college football, you get more knowledgeable about it. Is that is that how it works? Yeah, I think that's actually that is how it works. It's like the it's like the inverse bell curve. I think when like when you're in the heart of your actual like journalism career, you know little, and then once you're on either side of it, you just know so much more. It's really like it's a, it's a great paradox. Uh, but I feel very confident in the picks I'm about to make for this week. Um, also, I I don't know what the what the actual show looks like but i i truly hope there is a disclaimer running under on it like as a ticker like please do not bet your mortgage on these picks this guy has no freaking clue what he's talking about yeah there is not <laughs> but look if if people are really going to tune into our little internet youtube show and bet their own money on our picks like that's their fault i don't even feel bad for them <laughs> if they lose it to be quite honest so um i i mean real quick most of you guys watching this are going to know but pete uh worked with me for how long has it been now it's been like Five, six years at least, right? Yeah, yeah. I left in uh, August of 2016. So okay. five five years now, just about, yeah. Okay, and, and now and, uh, he is in Kansas City like eight, doing seven, what? Seven, eight years before that. Okay. Now you're in Kansas City doing what? Oh, sorry, you cut out there a little yep. bit. Uh, but yeah, I work, uh, I'm work. i in advertising now. Okay. So 
sold my soul to the corporations and uh, handling content now for brands. We we don't know anything about selling your soul. We do not do a daily sponsored show on this website at all. <laughs> Ever. We do everything for the good of the people. So, um, all right, man. The the way this works is is I just pick nine random games. Uh, the Missouri game is always the last one we pick. We pick against the spread. I do need to let you know that I'm really good at this. I'm 22 and 14 this year, and our guests actually have a winning record. We've had no one on the show have a losing record yet. So you have uh, you have high standards to live up to, Pete. Perfect. Let's get it on. <laughs> All right, we're starting with uh, we're starting with last week's Missouri opponent, Boston College, given sixteen points at suddenly average Clemson, and uh, I always let the guests go first and and uh, pick the game and and give the expert analysis, and, and then I just kind of jump in with some some random uh, dumbassery after that. Uh, this seems absurd to me. Like, how does Boston College get how? How is the spread plus sixteen for Boston College? I mean, I, I think the only way Clemson covers sixteen is if they win seventeen to nothing. <laughs> right. Like, I don't think they can put up that many points to outscore Boston College by sixteen. So, I'm picking Boston College in this. I feel like that's a no brainer this week. Yeah, I, uh, I I did the same thing. I thought I don't think Clemson can score seventeen points. Like. We're supposed to think Clemson is really good because their jerseys say Clemson, and I've watched them play this year, and they just are not really good. They are incredibly average football team. So uh, I agree with you there. We're both going BC. The next game, I, I kind of love this game. I kind of wish I could watch this game. I know that that you have somewhat of a, a rooting interest in this game. Cincinnati giving two and a half points in South Bend. Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, my dad went to Notre Dame. I grew up a Notre Dame fan, so um, it, it, not really a fan anymore, but definitely still have a little bit of an interest in them. Um, just just going pure pure heart on this one. I think I think Notre Dame uh, is the pick here. Uh, just I, I think they are going to put some things together this week. They've had some close wins, but I think they put some things together this week, and will probably be a great game. Yeah, I am picking this game also completely on just what I want to see and my heart. And what I want to see is Cincinnati go 12-0 and and see the mental gymnastics of the playoff committee to once again keep them out of the playoff. Uh, and, I mean, if Cincinnati wins this game, they actually, like, theoretically should go 12-0. and um, Of course, if they lose this game, the whole playoff thing is, is all over and we're going to go back to, uh, you know, Ohio State and Oklahoma and Georgia and Alabama in the in the playoffs. So uh, for that reason, I'm going Cincinnati on this one. Also, like we have to have some differences. We can't just agree on all the picks. So I really have no feel for it. But uh, but I'm going Cincinnati here. Uh, all right, now we get into the SEC. I Ole Miss, fourteen and a half point underdog at Alabama. I've gone back and forth on this one like six times just this morning. <laughs> yeah, I keep jumping back and forth too. I I really do like Matt Corral. I think uh, I remember when I was uh, at the job I was at after I left Power Mizzou, we had uh, our Florida writers uh, were really covering his recruitment when he was at one point committed to Florida. Um, I I like Ole Miss. I think they're going to score a lot of points. I, I just think Alabama is once again on another level this year, and I feel like there's going to be some late turn. I th- feel like this is a game that's going to be close for a lot of it and then there's going to be some late turnovers with Matt Corral getting maybe a little bit sloppy with the ball trying to make too much happen 
and Alabama maybe score some points late to, to late to actually cover this one. And they will just give the Heisman Trophy to Bryce Young on the field after that game then. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, here is Here is my entire strategy in picking games this year. Just whenever there's a game that everybody seems to be on one side of, I pick the other side because – and not because I have any idea, just because that seems like a, a good way to do things. Uh, everybody is picking Ole Miss in this game. Uh, everybody seems to think that Ole Miss is going to put up enough points to keep this close. And I wonder if Lane Kiffin is not the one guy that Nick Saban like won't let up on. Right? I could see. I what I want in this game is Alabama to be up like forty-five, thirty-four, which wouldn't be covering with two minutes left, and then Saban to throw a touchdown pass just to be a dick to Lane Kiffin. Um, I don't think he'll probably do it, but that's what I'm picking. I'm picking like a backdoor cover by Alabama, like fifty-two, thirty-five. So um, I know our next game is in the SEC. Still, I'm trying to find it, and you're gonna have to give me a minute. Here we go. Okay, it's uh, it's it's. Arkansas at Georgia, another one where, like, clearly one team is a lot better, but Georgia given 18 and a half points. And my strategy of uh, of guaranteeing that Arkansas would not cover against Texas A&M last week, I didn't see that game. I don't remember how it turned out. So so I'm just going to assume that I was right. Uh, I, I'm really struggling with this one. I, I think uh... – I think George is really good. I know there's still concern with JT Daniels and how healthy his, he is and everything like that. But I just I, – it, it seems like Arkansas's offense just will do enough to keep this close. I, I don't I, – I think Arkansas has a good so, defense. I think for whatever you want to say about him as Missouri's head coach, Barry Odom knows what he's doing on defense. Um, I think with all the questions kind of surrounding Georgia with the quarterback right now, um, I, I do think Arkansas does enough to, to cover this one. I legitimately don't know if Arkansas can score in this game. Like Georgia's <laughs> defense is really so. Basically, what I'm trying to decide is, can Georgia like I'll give Arkansas a touchdown. So to cover that, Georgia's going to have to score 27. I I think they might score on defense. Um, I I think I've picked against Arkansas every week this this year, and so that's going really well for me. Obviously, um, it's not like they're one of the best stories in college football or anything, but uh. I'm going. I'm going Georgia to to do what Texas A&M couldn't, and that is contain Trey Williams, who I think Pete was actually like started his career at Missouri before you were a student at Missouri. That's how long Trey Williams been in college. So, yeah, I, I can't believe it. When I heard, I think I saw on Twitter you talking about him over last weekend with what he did against A&M, and I I thought it was a different Trey Williams. I was like, <laughs> there's no way that guy is still in college. He was he was a three star recruit in 2009, I think. So. Uh, I, I remember he he committed like over the summer, like, like at a camp essentially, mm -hmm. and like I, 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 that just seems like literally. I I think I was about seventeen years old covering them as like an intern for you. It feels like <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and everybody gets a free year now. There's no such thing as eligibility no. anymore. Everybody just stays as long as they want. Um, all right, another the SEC actually has a lot of really good games this week, and this is the one I probably am struggling with the most. Florida favored by eight and a half at Kentucky. Florida has only won 33 of the last 34 games against Kentucky. So Kentucky's on a real streak with one of the last two. I, I still think, though, I mean, I, I, I keep every year, I think, like, the the, the glass slipper's going to fall off, clock's going to hit midnight, and Kentucky will turn back into a pumpkin or whatever. <laughs> right. But 
I guess Stoops knows what he's doing. And I, even if Kentucky loses this game, I think eight, I think Kentucky is a good enough team to to cover that eight and a half. I, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, and, and personally, I think Kentucky wins this outright. I, I just Ooh. think they're. I'm just tired of rooting against, of, of picking against them in my mind over the last few years. I think they're a damn good team. I'm going. I'm going Florida to win the game, but I think Kentucky keeps it within one score. And I think the the prop bet here is Kentucky to win the halftime fight that Dan Mullen incites. That's <laughs> I, I'm going Wildcats and I'm going home team in that one. So he's uh that's a good I had no idea till last year that Dan Mullen was like the least likable coach in college football. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it, it was completely surprising. He's become like this <laughs> legit villain in the SEC, and I had no idea. He just seems like such like an aw shucks guy. So yeah. that's wild. I always thought I love the heel turn. I, I always thought he was like Randy Quaid, and he, he I don't know, man. He's worse than Cousin Eddie. Um, <laughs> Auburn. All right, Auburn given three and a half at LSU. I I I think. Both teams kind of low key suck. I like. I don't think either one of these teams is very good, right? Yeah, no, I I agree. But I like. There's like a couple of like uh, uh, platitudes I live my life by, and okay. and one is never bet on a quarterback with fewer than six letters in his entire name. Okay. So uh, I think Bo Nix, obviously, <laughs> oh. with five letters in his entire name, uh, is not going to get the job done here. And I think LSU uh, wins and covers pretty easily in this one. All right, I want to know. Like, is there another quarterback ever that's had five or fewer letters in his whole name? Or is that just like, this is the first time it's ever happened. So you just made that rule. Uh, yeah, I think it's just, I mean, I've been waiting my whole life for this and now, and now it <laughs> happened. And you know what? Bo Nix is kind of like Auburn's Matty Mock on the field in terms of how he plays. So I yes. think it, it fits pretty, pretty well. He's, he's either, you know, it's like the George Costanza thing from Seinfeld. He's either. He's spotting dimes or he's eating an onion that he thinks is an apple. Like he's just all over the place. So I, I will be waiting for Bo Nix to retreat 17 yards and randomly and completely unnecessarily just spin in the middle of the field before throwing a <laughs> touchdown pass in this game. Um, but like he got benched in their last game. I, I'm not convinced he's actually their quarterback going forward, but I agree with you. I picked LSU. I don't really know why I think LSU's, not really all that good, but I don't know. They're at home. I also uh, I heard that Auburn has not wanted LSU in like thirty years. So um, that, oh. <laughs> did not know that. <laughs> yeah, I heard that earlier this week. So that was uh, that was why I went that way on that one. Um, all right, let's see. Up next, outside the the SEC um, to the only other conference that really appears to matter in college football anymore in the Big Ten. I have no understanding of why Michigan is getting a point and a half at Wisconsin. Like, I'm not sure if Vegas has seen Wisconsin play football this year based on that on that line. Yeah, I, I think this is uh, this is another easy one. I think um, e even if I, I think Michigan wins this game, first of yeah. all, I, I do not think Wisconsin's that good. But even if Wisconsin does win this game, I feel like it's going to come down to like a a missed field goal and they win by one point or something. So I, I just think it's Michigan all the way here. So final score, if Wisconsin wins, it will be on a missed field goal and they will beat Michigan two to nothing um, <laughs> it, on, on a two hitter. Uh, but no, I agree. Like, I don't know if Michigan's great, but Wisconsin's not 
good at all. So um, that is, I mean, that's the kind of analysis that you can only get here. That's uh, <laughs> that is my in-depth breakdown of that game. Michigan is okay, and Wisconsin is awful. Um, speak- On a related note to that, this is just a. For just an aside, I feel like Graham Mertz needs to talk to Drew Locke because I feel like his career trajectory is on the same, you know, just forced into to action too early, anointed as like the kind of the savior. And obviously it's just got kind of gotten beat up there. I, I, but I feel like both of those guys being from Kansas City, Mertz needs to try to reach out to Drew Locke about how he rebounded after that 2015 season. Right. I was going to say Drew Locke rebounded and I watched Graham Mertz play and I just think I, I like I don't see it. I don't I don't know what the I, I don't see the hype translating onto the field at all. Um I he did go to a place though where if you can throw a forward pass, you are you know, second in program history behind Russell Wilson. So that's that, that that's something. Um and, and he can throw a forward pass. They just tend to go to the wrong team sometimes. Um <laughs> Speaking of overrated, uh, my annual most overrated team in America that I picked as my absolute lock last week, Texas A&M is uh, giving seven points to Mississippi State in College Station uh, in front of all the cult members and everything at Kyle Field. I, I hate this game. I don't like either of these teams. Like right. I think like they both can do better. I, I just I, I, I don't see it. I know that if, if Texas A&M wins this game, Jimbo Fisher will somehow get another like $75 billion contract <laughs> right. extension like doing nothing since winning that one title at Florida State. Um, I, I'm honestly going with Texas A&M here. Okay. I, I just I, I think that the, the leech magic is is done in Mississippi State. And I just don't see it happening. But uh, I hate this game. I don't know either way. <laughs> right. I, I hate both these teams. Um, they're not fun to watch at all. I Kind of like we were saying about the the a couple of these games earlier, I just don't know if Texas A&M can score seven points. Like, they could win this game six to four, right? Three safeties to two. Um, we could be within a week of seeing Jimbo Fisher drag his Christmas tree to his curb at College Station and apply for 17 other jobs. That's really what I'm rooting for out of this. But, I, yeah, I went with Mississippi State, and I don't have a good reason for it other than I feel like Mike Leach just, like, once a year, he just completely pulls something that nobody sees coming and beats a team that he's not supposed to beat. So I I'm going Mississippi state in this one with absolutely no conviction. Um, all right. The, the last one we always do is the Mizzou game. It is they, what I have is Mizzou giving two and a half to the fighting hypels at Faro field at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. So um, I just for sake of transparency, we have not yet had a guest pick against Mizzou on this show. I have picked against Mizzou on this show this year, but the guests have all picked Mizzou. So with with that, what 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 do you think? Um, geez, that's a lot of pressure now, and it's making me rethink this. I, I well, I well, so for the record, Mizzou with... also has not covered the spread this year, so the guests have been wrong in every instance. Yeah, I, I. I want to say, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to pick with my, my heart here. I think Mizzou covers. I think Mizzou wins and covers. 
the the one nagging feeling I have is just that their defense has shown absolutely nothing this year. And obviously, the one thing Hypel does really well is figure out how to get big plays, big chunk plays. However, I do feel like Missouri's weak point this year has been stopping the run, and that's something I've that, that. I, I, I not looked at Tennessee stats. I don't. I'm. I'm I don't know how good they are running the ball, but Pretty good. knowing Heupel's offense, I feel like if Missouri can just make sure that they can't run the ball, which again, it's not maybe Heupel's strong suit, I think they can win this game and cover. Yeah, oddly, they actually run the ball 61% of the time this year so far because <laughs> well, they, see, they're research. they struggle with the, with, uh, like they don't have a great quarterback, but they can run yeah. the ball. And I, like the big criticism of Josh when he was here was, well, all his points and all his stats come against bad defenses. Well, I got bad news. He gets to play a bad <laughs> defense this week, man. Um, I, But here is my out. And, like, if you can't tell, I'm picking Tennessee to cover the spread here. But here's my out. I'm picking Mizzou to win the game. Uh, so I, I've got a real narrow window to actually be right on both cases here. It is a two-and-a-half-point spread, and I am picking Missouri 31-30. to 30. Almost anything else does not work, right? <laughs> Almost anything else, I'm either wrong on the team or wrong on on the cover. But I don't know. I I just it's a flip a coin, man, and I can't pick this defense to to hold anybody too far down. So I think thirty one thirty is pretty fair. I don't know what the over under is, but I feel like it should be higher. I think it was sixty five or something I saw earlier. So okay, I um. Are you, are you picking like a uh, like Tennessee like misses a two point conversion to win the game, or are you picking like a Mevis field goal at the end to win it? I think Mevis from seventy six yards to win it <laughs> at the buzzer. <laughs> so he might be my favorite Missouri player in the last like five years. I, I know nothing about his personality, but I just I love this whole story and the dude can friggin' kick. He's, he's, he's awesome to see. He's pretty incredible, and I feel like we've been pushing for like a year. Why can't he play defensive tackle, man? I mean, I would love to see that. He has, uh, I, I think, I think girth would be the the right description of him, right? He's got a lot of girth for a kicker. Yeah, I, he gives a lot of hope to to, to larger guys everywhere, and it's fantastic to see. <laughs> Our thick king. I like it. I I think you have to actually be able to kick, though, which I, I cannot do. So, all right. So, here's what it comes down to for us. We disagree on – I got Cincy. You got Notre Dame. I got Georgia. You got Arkansas. Um, I've got Mississippi State. You've got A&M. And I've got Tennessee. You've got Mizzou. So, um, I feel like I'm probably going to go 9-0, and but that would still have you at 5-4. and So, that that would be a good solid week, man. It would. That's good. That's good to know. At least we agree on the majority of them, so I can ride your coattails with your expert picks this year. Yeah. All right. Uh, Braves over under make the NLCS. Like, just do Ooh. they get there or not? I think they do. Okay. I think uh, if anybody looks at their record and the, like they the most wins they can have this year is eighty nine if they sweep the Mets, which is not a great year for a division series for a division champion. However, this is a completely different team since the trade deadline. Um, now this is Braves talk, but right. I, I, I've never seen a team hit on every single trade they made at the deadline. I mean, Jorge Soler is like a second half MVP candidate for Wait, them. Wait, for, for real? Yeah, he's been fan. He's their leadoff hitter. He's fantastic no for them. Had no idea. Wow. <laughs> he's he's. I think he's hit twelve home runs for them since he's come over. Something Good like that. Him. He's been on fire. But 
they've hit on every single every single trade. I think they're in better position. I don't think anybody's getting past the Dodgers or Giants this year, but uh, I think they can beat the Brewers. I, I gave you an opening to pick the Braves to win the NLCS on a botched infield fly call over the Cardinals, but, you know. Oh, uh, as anybody knows, uh, my biggest fear is the Braves having to play the Cardinals in the postseason, any postseason. It is literally always the worst, like, week of my life. Uh, and so um, I just hope they don't have – if if that is even in question, I hope the Braves get eliminated in the NLDS. So. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, Pete, I know you got stuff going on, man. I know you, you got uh, stuff to do this afternoon, but uh, good catching up. And uh, hey, maybe you get a free month of Power Mizzou if you beat me on the picks. So that'd be cool. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> All right, man. Have a good day. All right. See ya. All right. Pete Scandalberry joining us here live on the show, uh, making his picks. And let's take one more look at him. Uh, we agree on BC. We agree on Alabama. We agree on Kentucky, LSU, and Michigan. And then there are the four games. I need Cincinnati, Georgia, Mississippi State, and Tennessee. He needs Notre Dame, Arkansas, A&M, and Mizzou. Uh, again, I'm 22-14 and 14 this year, so I feel pretty good about things. Um, also feel pretty good that if you need plumbing, heating, or cooling advice, you check out the fine people Mighty nice people even at Master Tech Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. You can catch them online at mastertechphc.com. And a couple of special offers. First of all, if you are watching this show, now you've got to mention this. You've got to mention Power Mizzou to them when you make the call. But if you set up a free visit with one of their comfort advisors for a quote on a new HVAC system, you can get a $35 credit good for future service work on plumbing, heating, or cooling. You do not have to actually do the work that day. But if you just call them out and ask them to give you a quote, you get a $35 credit on future work. Also, this month, the people at MasterTech are uh, doing a very good thing. Uh, MasterTech needs your help in the month of October. They will donate $10 from every HVAC service call and $100 from each heating and cooling system sold to the American Cancer Society's Real Men Wear Pink campaign. It's a great time to get your furnace repaired. It is going to get colder here in mid-Missouri soon, and you can do that and help out a great cause at the same time. Again, if you get a new furnace uh, this month from MasterTech, they are going to donate $100 of the purchase price straight to the American Cancer Society's Real Men Wear Pink campaign. You can call them at the coolest number on the planet, 573-777-7777. They've got a brand new logo there, the uh, MasterTech Superhero. So appreciate them being a part of this uh, show and helping us out all year long and, and really appreciate them doing uh, you know offering up different specials for you guys and doing things like helping out cancer research obviously uh companies like that are people that we want to partner up with so uh thanks to master tech thanks to pete scandalberry for for the first time in five years jumping back on and being a part of things this is really just my excuse to like bring on my friends and kind of talk about college football so that's what we do every friday uh so thanks to pete for being a part of it thanks to you guys for watching and we are now about 
22 and a half hours away from kickoff of Mizzou, Tennessee. That means we are 21 hours from the start of our pregame show. We will start at 9.30 tomorrow morning right here on this same channel. Hit the like button while you're here. Subscribe to the channel. You'll get a push alert tomorrow morning when we go live with the pregame show. Mizzou and Tennessee at 11. We'll have postgame coverage. All that. All day long in Missouri's now traditional 11 a.m. kickoff spot. So thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, catch up on all the shows all week. If you're listening to this on the podcast, leave nice comments. Leave a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And we will talk to you tomorrow.